0: What's up? Um I'm sweaty <laughs> Yeah I, <laughs> I, Yeah that's kind of That's
1: kind of the mood uh, I watched Jurassic Park For the first time last night Yeah? How yeah. was that? It's I liked it mm-hmm. I thought it was good mm-hmm. It ended I, I thought like I, I was expecting like Another thing to happen At the end But I was kind of stoned So like When the When the velociraptors Fight the T-Rex I didn't really get that That was like The end of the movie
0: <laughs> Um Yeah th- I'm trying to remember if I've ever seen it in its fullness or if I've just seen parts of it. Um, but I do remember the part with the DNA, the cartoon DNA with a the... Dino DNA! Yeah, yeah, that guy. Dinosaurs. Um, And then Jeff Goldblum is in it.
1: Yeah, Jeff Goldblum's in it serving up some looks.
0: Yeah, well, he's always serving up looks, so... Well, yeah. Who's surprised there? But like I
1: watched I watched it last night with um it was me, Andrea, and uh Andrea's roommate who I know is queer in some way, but I don't know if she's like just straight up gay or like bi or anything, but we all we, like I know Andrea and I are both lesbians and we both like gasped when Jeff Goldblum did that thing where his shirt was open and he's lying on his back.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you understand. I uh, I
1: get it. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um Sorry for these revelations so late in the so late in the fucking game.
0: <laughs> um so Hotel Artemis wasn't like a good movie, but uh it was fun seeing him. <laughs> he looked good. It was like, "Oh yes, that's my man. There he is." Um looking evil and old. Yeah. So, I'm into it. Yeah. It. Oh, speaking of Jeff Goldblum plus the movie we're watching this week, we'll get into the specifics. We need to watch the fucking fly at some point.
1: Oh, we do. Oh, god, we have to.
0: Oh my god. I mean, it's he turns into like a horrible like body horror creature, but he also but looks is he, is hot he... as fuck in the like okay, the first is... act.
1: <laughs> okay. I was gonna ask him. I was gonna ask if he's still fuckable after he gets turned into a monster.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Like, can I still bust after the first half? After the first act.
0: Um. I mean, it depends what you're into. So, Blair, how long have we known each other? <laughs> I'm trying to make you're, jokes. I don't. You think can we'd be into that, into You can it. answer that.
1: You can answer that question for me. <laughs> yeah. I know you can.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it's your call, but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, anything else fun to happen this week for you?
0: Uh. I mean recently I've been knocking on doors for the local Democratic Party here in Minnesota. So nice. it would be like, "Hey, vote." And they're like, "Okay," or they're if like, "If I say you know. if
1: I say yes, will you go away?" Yeah,
0: well, they mostly don't just don't open the door is my experience. That's fair.
1: <laughs> um Carol Twin, uh Andrea's roommate was telling us about the time she spent as AI uh, a Jehovah's Witness,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like when she would go door to door canvassing, like this was like this was like over a decade ago for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she would go door to door canvassing, and like people, like people would walk, would open the door with just a T-shirt on and no pants to like, or in order to dissuade her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she just said, "I can keep my eyes up here, thank you very much, and I will still tell you about the good Lord today."
0: <laughs> oh God bless. Or don't yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I was talking to one of the people I was uh, going out with, and um, she was telling me about this one time where, like, yeah, this dude in just nothing but boxers was like, "Oh yeah, come inside," and she's like, "No, <laughs> please just vote DFL, thank you."
1: Sorry, vote what?
0: Oh, it's uh, it's the 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 progressive Democratic Party and. In- uh, Minnesota. No, what's it's, what's, it's DFL? What's, it's uh, okay.
1: I thought you said DSL, and I was like, they could have made that. They could have done some better SEO no, shit there.
0: The DFL is uh, uh Democratic Farmers and Labor Party.
1: So. Oh fuck yeah! That's 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 cool as hell.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I I started learning a new speed game. I'm playing Mega Man now on my streams. Oh nice! It's fun as hell.
0: You're a Mega girl.
1: Mega bitch. Mega that's bitch. Me. <laughs> One 800 mega bitch. Yes. it's your number one home of the shredder time to kill those te- pesky turtles i'm sarah what i'm blair what <laughs> it's, it's the joke is that we watched videodrome and in the original like 80s run of the teenage nin- or 90s run of the teenage ninja turtles the shredder like his base of operations was the technodrome okay i relayed this to you yesterday during i didn't the movie viewing. really
0: process it though is <laughs> that's the <thing>. completely fair <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, like for for some reason in my head, um tech like anything with a subcat with like with anything that ended in drone, like I just like assumed because of the shredder's like base operations, it was just like this weird like this kind of like mini death star on wheels mm-hmm. on tank treads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, that's what happened. that's what happens in the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles run.
0: That's pretty cool. I never watched TM- TMNT, so but i did go on a uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles ride when i was like uh 14 so that, i guess that's my tenuous connection to the thing you're talking about
1: yeah i'm looking at upcominghorrormovies.com for our uh, for our uh, you know our, our our weekly discussions of upcoming horror movies mm-hmm. um zombieland 2 is happening have we
0: discussed this i think you did mention it
1: it's just weird like i don't they're having it seems the original a bit cap-
0: late right
1: yeah it does. Like that's like what how when was the original movie? Zombieland was like what? Oh nine?
0: Uh something around there.
1: Uh Zombieland was yeah, oh nine. I got yeah, it. Fuck yeah, yeah. Got
0: it in one. Um, so this
1: movie's gonna be a decade of, oh happy four twenty, by the way.
0: Oh not for me, I have an hour still.
1: Oh I'm sorry. Happy happy an hour till four twenty.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Zombieland 2
1: is just like, okay, so we got Jesse Eisenberg, no longer in the... No longer... He still looks kind of young, but like he's not like that baby face he was in the original.
0: Yeah, it's been um, a decade.
1: Abigail Breslin is back.
0: Who... And it's been a decade, so she definitely looks older. Like, much older.
1: Yeah, she was, like, a kid in the original one. Mm. How how old was Abigail Breslin? So, Abigail Breslin is 22... She was 12 during the... She was 11... She was 13 during the original movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Emma Stone... Emma Stone? Yeah. She was 19 in that movie.
0: That sounds about right.
1: Like, I mean, I guess they had to do, like, a flash-forward... How old's Woody... How the fuck old is Woody Harrelson now? I don't know. Oh, he's, only, he's only 56.
0: Yeah, he's fine. Well, it's like the adults, they're not going to look too much different, but that child, that's going to be a little... Oh, yeah,
1: Abigail Breslin is going to like...
0: Well, they, I, I assume there's some sort of justification for it, but... Um... Yeah, it
1: probably just like jumps forward in time a little bit.
0: But at the same time, why? Who's asking for this, right? Yeah. It's not me. The, if the zombie ship is kind of sailed. Like, isn't... The Walking Dead is crashing, like, hard. Right? Like, real hard. Um, yeah they keep trying to put out zombie themed tv shows but i don't ever hear anybody talking about them like there was uh, i other-
1: zombie is the only good one yeah and that's just because it's got rob thomas at the helm who's one of the smartest like showrunners in my personal opinion i think all the work that he did on veronica mars was fucking phenomenal veronica mars is one of the best shows of all time that got cut down in its prime everyone talks about firefly and beats their meat about how good that is and no one talks about Veronica Mars, which is around the same time. Lasted three seasons, not one, so it has that over Firefly, but also Veronica Mars is fucking good. is actually good.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm mm-hmm.
1: I, 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 I will always be carrying a torch for Veronica Mars. But um, here's an, the more important thing is that upcoming in uh, five days is the hotly anticipated release of Unfriended Dark Web.
0: I am so ready. I'm Are you going to so see it in ready. theaters? I'm definitely going to see it in theaters. Are you joking?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm gonna. I mean, I'm working to get a job at the local theater right now, so oh uh, yeah, free tickets. Maybe Fuck I don't know how it's gonna it
1: work. Fuck it up, bitch.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, shit. Yeah, no, I'm super pumped. It's gonna be a shit show. It's gonna be a goddamn disaster. I'm. I've never been more ready for anything in my life.
1: It was apparently, apparently, according to the according to upcoming horror movies, it was previously known as Unfriended Game Night, which sounds like. Do you think they had to rebrand after that comedy movie Game Night happened?
0: No, I just think it's a bad title for a movie. Probably. Well, so is
1: Unfriended Dark Web.
0: It's better. But Game Night is not menacing even in a little bit.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair.
0: Mm-hmm. So I Yeah, it's I'm just Do you think the original plot of it was like based around the Jackbox party games? Because game night <laughs> is that a joke did I make a joke I
1: think that's a joke
0: is, are you gonna be more more um generous to me than I typically am to you yeah okay I'm trying
1: to, I'm trying to think of like some jokes to make here um I'm trying to make a pun
0: more like gamergate night more <laughs> Jesus.
1: like
0: the dank that- web more like
1: those are not okay. Those are not jokes.
0: More like, yeah, like you—you were gonna provide anything better.
1: I fuck you. I was thinking puns for the from the Jackbox Party Pack. You bitch. Um,
0: um, more like, um, not not cliplash, but just whiplash, because everyone's head is gonna come off. Um, more <laughs> what? like what? What? Oh, why not? More like, um.
1: More more like tr- extreme, like, real trivia murder party.
0: Yeah.
1: More like T-K-O, but the K stands for kill.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. T-Kill Out, the thing people say sometimes. Monster
1: stabbing monster.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um this is a comedy podcast about <laughs> horror movies we,
1: if there was a way to like put the like on our iTunes tags if we if there was a way to put like the words comedy in quotes like I think that would be the important thing like I'm not I'm, not, I'm talking about like the tagging system mm-hmm. like there's comedy and then there's
0: comedy, comedy. and then there's whatever we do <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't even fucking know at this point
0: um, is that all the movies that are ever going to exist in the future
1: uh, let's do a quick- Let's just do a quick rundown. Um, I think yeah. we probably
0: talked about most of the stuff that's gonna come out soon. Yeah. Um, so, hey. Hey, we watched a movie this week.
1: We did. We watched, uh, Videodrome. We
0: sure shit did.
1: We watched uh, Videodrome. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: The, uh, the, uh, Cronenberg piece. I was super excited for this one. Um, because, fuck it. Cronenberg is Easy. Easy, my favorite fucking horror director.
1: Okay. I, I'm curious who's your favorite direct who's your favorite director end sentence? I don't know.
0: That's real I, I don't know if I have know know to that question. If you
1: don't, that's fine. I'm just kinda curious. Mine is like mine is probably Edgar Wright, though the um the guy who did Green Room is also definitely up there. Uh I'm because um I like some of the other stuff he did, I fucking loved uh Blue Ruin. Mm-hmm. Um Jeremy Solnier. Saulnier.
0: If you asked me like five years ago, I would have said Wes Anderson, but I don't think that's true for me anymore. Yeah, it um, doesn't
1: seem fitting in what in your entire in your whole shtick these uh-huh,
0: days. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't think I have like a favorite general director. I guess that makes Cronenberg my favorite director, right? Because um, all I care about is horror movies. Um, yeah. I just he has such a way with manipulating reality. It's 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 so like it's. I feel like the practical effects people draw connections between him and Carpenter, but it's the 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 um, handling of them and the context they exist within um, are, are two completely different things for me. Um, I I I'm so let's get into Videodrome so I can talk exactly about why I love everything let's about this fucking movie. Let's talk about
1: Videodrome.
0: Okay, so we have our main character is a man. Named Max Wren, um, played by James Woods, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, he is the president of a like Canadian public access sort of television thing. I guess. Basic,
1: basically, he's the he's the CEO from UHF.
0: Yeah, um, he he runs something called uh, Civic TV, which um, plays like degeneracy all day um it's it's sex it's violence it's decadence all that kind of stuff all the good stuff you know speaking Um, of
1: decadence oh why don't you tell the uh, why don't you tell the listeners how how you viewed this movie
0: oh shit yeah um i viewed it this was also after a day of door knocking um uh in the tub with a (laughs) fidget spinner uh bubble bar um lemon scented extremely good and a tray of sushi that I got, um, so... Oh,
1: I have been dying for some sushi. Like, so I take some... I take ADD medication, which I absolutely just decimates my appetite for, like, the entire day after I take it. Mm-hmm. And um, this means I normally don't eat lunch at work. But I, I still have to take my lunch break because otherwise I'm breaking a federal labor law or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Wednesday this week, I'm like you know what I kind of want lunch for once so I just I pop out for during I, pop, I I work a little bit longer before my lunch and then I pop out for a second hop on over to the subway and I'm like hi one sandwich please and they're like we can't take credit cards you go fuck yourself
0: they don't take and credit cards they
1: couldn't they, their system was down that day oh okay I was
0: like this is subway this is a major and, yeah. corporation so
1: anyway. then I walked outside and I looked around and like to the right I saw like there's a Japanese place that was like hey we got sushi here and I was like I'm going to go back inside and then go back to work and then call them and place an order. And so I did like 15 more minutes worth of work because I didn't, you know, I don't want to use my lunch break waiting. Mm-hmm. So I go back inside. I, I do about 15 more minutes of work. I pick up the phone. I'm like, fuck, I really want some sushi. Do, 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 dial the number. I'm like, hi, can I get some sushi, please? And then like, sorry, our sushi person's out on vacation until Tuesday.
0: Wow. <laughs> you were cucked by. I was sushi cucked. <laughs> you were sushi cucked. Um. Not as erotic as regular cuckoldry, so not so no. exciting. Um, that's a shame. I hope you have sushi in your future. Yeah. Um, Much but... like,
1: much like friend, much like friend of the show, Matt Shramplin, aka Future Sushi. I'm, I'm craving that future sushi.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a good reference. That's <laughs> his <laughs> handle on things. I, I know it is, but, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> Stupid podcast. Worldwide, Worldwide appeal, Sarah. Worldwide appeal. Um,
1: Just call me Mrs. Worldwide. I fucked Pitbull. <laughs> Don't
0: fuck Pitbull. Um, <laughs> I cannot
1: undo what has already been done.
0: <laughs> yeah. Some Pitbulls can't be unfucked. Um, <laughs> so, he is on the hunt. Max Ren is on the hunt for, like, new material. Yeah. For his audience. Um, and he is... Uh, with this guy named Harlan um, Mm -hmm. who scans the airwaves for like TV signals to be picked up and shit like that Um, and they get something from Malaysia Mm -hmm. a television show that they say well you know considering the delay of when it's coming so he's like trying to unscramble, re-scramble all this bullshit Um, it's all very technical, it's not really super important to the plot Um so there's, like, a 50-something second de- uh, delay between the unscramb- the rescrambling of his unscrambling, which he's like, oh, it places it about Malaysia, so go take a look-see. And it's basically, like, just straight-up, like, plotless torture. Um, because, it's snuff
1: It's snuff films.
0: Yeah. Um, he Because what, like, Max has been putting on TV before has just been softcore porn, basically. Yeah.
1: Um, that uh, pussy shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he, he's like, oh, I'm obsessed with this. It's like, unlike anything else we've had, it's completely depraved. I want a dozen or something, you know? So he gets the VHS for it. Um, and, um, uh, then it goes on to a panel show with, um.
1: Nikki Brand. Nikki
0: Brand. And then Brian and Oblivion. Brian
1: Oblivion. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, which is the best name? It's the perfect television name. So the thing that's that- actually
1: that's actually what uh, Outcasts Bob B. is about. Yeah. Actually, no. That's what the that's what rapper Bob's name stands for.
0: It's that's definitely not true. But okay.
1: Yes, uh, it is. Look it up. Look it up. Bob B. stands for Bonds Over Baghdad <laughs> or Brian Oblivion.
0: I'm I'm not going to look that up. Um. Uh. So. Yeah, he, um. Remember
1: when B.O.B. was like a flat earther and he did a diss track towards uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson?
0: I actually didn't remember that until you just said that right now. And I'm like, <laughs> I I'm like reeling a little bit because that of moment,
1: like, that. That moment, like, I feel like that, that's just like one of those things that lays dormant in your brain is like something that you know, but like you're waiting to be Manchurian candidated.
0: Mm hmm, mm hmm. Um. Yeah, he, um. So Max appears on a talk show, and he with with Nikki Brand, and who is like some sort of psych- psychologist or psychiatrist or something like that, um, and.
1: Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I on BLP's Wikipedia page. I need to read. You, I need to read the sentence to you. Uh, okay. B.O.B. accepted membership in the Flat Earth Society in 2016. In September 2017, B.O.B. sought $200,000 in donations to launch his own satellites to verify the shape of the Earth. Shortly after seeking the, shortly after seeking the original $200,000, B.O.B. upped his request to $1,000,000 to cover the cost of many test-seeking drones, weather balloons, and satellites. <laughs> my, man my, is trying to, my man is trying to crowdfund Earth Shape Verification.
0: But no one will believe him, because he'll be like, oh, he's been bought out by Big Earth, by Big Globe.
1: Big (laughs) Globe. I know know globalist is like a weird and kind of racist dog whistle term, but like, does that mean that we're like Globists then?
0: I I think so. Right? I think so. It's been a while since I've had my fingers on the pulse of Flat Earth.
1: Hey, you want to hear this Mike... uh, Not not Mike Tyson. You want to hear this Neil deGrasse Tyson verse that he did to diss B.O.B. back?
0: Oh, no. I mean, I don't want to, but I think you're going to tell me anyway, right? It's
1: a fundamental fact of calculus and non-Euclidean geometry. Small sections of large curved surfaces will always look flat to little creatures that crawl upon it. And by the way, this is called gravity, Tyson said, dropping his mic. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tyson and his rapper nephew, Stephen.
0: Stephen Tyson. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Steven DeGrasse Tyson. Everyone in that name just has that middle name. <laughs> Everyone in the family has that middle name.
0: Um, it's. I mean, it like he. That's the thing with Neil DeGrasse Tyson. It's like, well, you're not wrong, but you did say it in the nerdiest possible way.
1: Yeah, you dumb bitch.
0: Yeah. And also, oh man, do you know this?
1: Did you know this? Did you know this movie you know flopped at the box office? Right.
0: I had no idea.
1: Yeah, that it had a shock of, me though. It had a budget of like six million. and It made about two.
0: Yeah, I see that right now. That is crazy. I mean, I, well, it doesn't really surprise me because it's like... I think it wouldn't a do man ver-
1: fucks A man fucks his stussy with a gun.
0: Yeah, because I don't think stussy it would Stussy pa- being
1: stomach pussy. For I don't
0: think it would do particularly well in the box office these days either. Well, no. Not um, like it. You know, I love it, so that's fine. It's good. Yeah. I just think
1: it's interesting to see what kind of makes it and what doesn't in these, in these crazy times.
0: Mm-hmm. Um... So Brian Oblivion is a pop cultural analysis and he only appears on television if he's in a television. So yeah. his his like signal is being broadcasted on a television that's in the studio. did um, you talk? So uh, Max Reed and Nikki Bl- uh, Nikki Brand are basically flirting at this point. They have a small conversation about what what is allowed and what isn't, um, and like. Does violence on TV mitigate violence in real life? Like,
1: Well, Blair, you know, it seems to me, sorry, it seems today that all you see is violence and movies and sex on TV.
0: Don't, don't. I'm having, I'm trying to recount the plot of fucking video Videodrome, you fucking bitch. Listen, um, we
1: need to have our own Family Guy Funny Moments talk.
0: No, we don't. We super don't need that.
1: We could though.
0: Why? Why would we? Anyway, no, I'm not going to entertain this this line of conversation. Um, Max Ren is not. I said his name was Max Reed. I think at one point his name is Max Ren. Max is talking about, um, what is like like, is it better to have it on the screen than in the streets, or does having it on the screen amplify it on the streets? And that conversation kind of gets pushed to the wayside because, uh, Max wants to fuck Nikki and Nikki wants to fuck Max. So, you know, Um,
1: but they want to do it like, they want to do it like weird and Nikki Nikki is like, Hey, I'm going to burn my, I'm going to burn myself with a cigarette and you, you fuck me.
0: Yeah. Um, but Brian Oblivion is on TV talking about how, uh, the television is the retina for reality. And if it's on and television is more real than reality which is basically kind of the, the- thesis of this movie. Um, so, yeah. So then uh, uh, it's back at uh, Max's place and Nikki is there and he pops in the VHS of Videodrome and she's like, man, this makes me super horny. Um, and then they have like weird sex. Um, and uh, yeah, because like he pierces her earlobes. It's uh, like a really pro- prolonged scene um and yeah it's it's you know okay it's prolonged but it's not I wasn't uncomfortable while I was watching no this no no thing. no I,
1: I I mean I was there were moments during this movie where I was like I guess disquieted I is the right word but like I never felt like I was being I, I never felt like as abrasive as I felt like it had been set out to be by a lot of people well, but I mean, was, I mean, like I think a lot of people just like see the stomach pussy and they're like, "Oh, I don't like this." And I, I mean, that's fair. That's a well, very fair response.
0: That stuff's supposed to be gross and uncomfortable. But what the the risk? I don't like usually watching sex on in movies because I'm like, this is I just don't want to see what's going on here. Like it's not my business. Also, what purpose does it like contribute? But this has like plot. Not to sound like an ant. Like an anime fan who watches like, like, like pseudo hentai, and then talks about the fact that like, like there is classical music in the background, so that makes it okay. Um, but it is it's 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 plot relevant. Um, the fact that like Nikki is like super into this weird shit. Uh, this movie is very latently sexual, right? Like it's, yeah, like but with th-
1: the stussy and everything.
0: Yeah, well, but it's got a very. Um, it's gotta it's it, it sees like it's 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 not it's sexual but it's not erotic. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not trying to turn anyone on, but it uses kinda of, it kinda of uses sexuality as as a means to create terror, you uh-huh. know? Um or it's or, good, I like it. Yeah, it's like Okay. Sorry
1: I'm just sorry I'm the sorry I just like say like I like this it's good and you have like <sighs> dissertations and words and shit to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I we have Sometimes I,
1: sometimes I say smart shit.
0: Yeah, you do. I think we just have different academic backgrounds, which is not to say yours is better or worse. I just was trained for the last 4 years to like talk about Everything like this. So, um, a lot of people don't appreciate it. A lot of people don't want to hear what I have to say about... That does
1: explain a lot of things you say about Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
0: Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, I know, look, I know I put my own ass out there, but also, I feel a bit exposed right now. <laughs> Listen,
1: Blair... <laughs>
0: Look, I know it's my own fault. It's fine. It's fine.
1: <laughs> it's just like the great James Buffett says: he knows it's his own damn fault.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Some people claim that there's a Sarah to blame, but he knows <laughs> it's his own damn fault.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Um. So, Nikki wants to get on Videodrome. She's like, this turns me on. I want it. Um, and... This me
1: I want the... It, please smash my pussy while smashing my brains. Yeah, because,
0: like, he's, like, the the person on it is getting whipped and, like, pushed against electrified white, wet mud and, like, hung from chains. And, um, eventually, like, killed, prob- probably. Yes. Um, definitely, actually.
1: Definitely killed.
0: Um, so, Max goes back to Harlan's office and... Uh, Harlan's like, it's actually from Pittsburgh, you know, in the United States. And he's like, what? Because they're in, I should reiterate, they're in Canada. So it's like, wow, the, the (laughs) the exotic Pittsburgh of the U.S. of A. That's not really that kind of attitude. Actually, I didn't have any idea that it was in Canada until someone mentioned it to me after we were done watching it. Um, which I think is interesting. Um, I think we... Someone asked a question about that, so we'll talk about it in greater detail later.
1: Yeah. Um... Hey, um, I'm just realizing that Cronenberg is still kicking. Yeah. I thought he was dead for some reason.
0: Mm-mm. His son is making movies now, though. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, uh, he made Antiviral, which is really oh, good. Oh, that's a
1: really good movie!
0: Yeah, we should watch that.
1: We should. Um, I just... I, I looked at this Wikipedia page out of curiosity, and I saw, uh... His films have won numerous awards, including Crash, and I had a, like, mini panic attack thinking it was about the 9 nine eleven movie, but no, it's the car fucking movie.
0: Crash is not about 9-11, it's about... Is it not? No, it's about, um, it's about, we can end racism if we just love each other or whatever. It's, it's, it's like li- neoliberal anti-racist bullshit, basically.
1: Why did I think it was about 9-11? Because it
0: has the... Because I think it's post-9-11 and B has the complete tone of a film about 9-11. So, like, <laughs> I'm not shocked that you think that, but it's was Oh, what
1: not. was the movie with Robert Pattinson when, like, it, 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 like, it's this real, like, this whole romance drama and then the movie ends when, with him going to work and it, he's in the Twin Towers? Oh,
0: my God. Um, oh, my God. It's like a Nicholas Sparks adaptation, I think.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, um, Remember Me.
0: Yeah. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> you can't just make Secret nine eleven.
0: Well, I mean, there was, like, hints, because the Twin Towers were in the background, but, like, the Twin Towers were up for a really long time before they came down, so it could have been anything. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but it's...
1: it's Sorry, like... I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for Remember Me. After Charles drops Caroline off at school, she sits in her classroom where the teacher writes the date on the blackboard as September 11, 2001...
0: I'm like, it, it's like a It's like a bl- bad M. Night Shyamalan plot twist. Mm-hmm. For no reason. Are we supposed to immediately... Because it's like, if you want your audience to empathize with your characters, you should do that way earlier in the film than, like, popping in 9-11 at the end so you're like, feel sad. Feel sad about this. Um, even though that's not even the, the emotion that's usually... Con- anyway we cannot get into the optics or the politics surrounding 9/11 because we are talking about Videodrome, which is not about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's from Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, it's from Pittsburgh. And um, And so Nikki flies to Pittsburgh to get her to get her ass smashed while she gets her brain while she gets her eyes popped like grapes. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, um, uh, there's this like Russian woman named Marsha. Who- Marsha um, um. Masha. Max, yeah. Masha. Not that one. She's
1: old and she wants to smash.
0: Yeah. Uh, about this. Uh, she's not
1: that old. She's she's older, though.
0: She's, like, wrinkled. She's, like. She's
1: wrinkled and she dresses like the queen. Like, she dresses like a goth version of the queen.
0: Yeah, she's, like, 60 or 70, I would guess.
1: Uh, she's probably, like, 69.
0: Yeah. Mm Mm hmm. <laughs>
1: The split second of agreement I had from you, yeah, mm.
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because I was like, first of all, my gut instinct was like, yes, that age makes sense, oh, oh, hold on, hey, nice, um,
1: <laughs> um, and he's like, hey, I want to figure out what's up with Videodrome, and then Masha eventually is like, hey, okay, so the footage is real, it's the public face of a political movement. And, Obli- and Brian o. Oblivion, B.O.B., B., the flat-earther himself, knows about Videodrome.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, Max... Then another
1: girl comes to the picture, Bianca.
0: Oh, yeah, so Max goes to Oblivion's, like, uh, television place, where it's just a bunch of cubicles of people watching, like, um, depraved shit on TVs. Um, so it's basically for... I- the culture of this of this movie is so weird because it's just slightly different than ours. That it's like, shit like this could exist but doesn't, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because there's not, like... Well, this is also pre-internet, so maybe shit like this existed. Similar to this, people putting softcore porn on the TV and, um, like, places where you can, like, watch violence slash pornography in like little cubicles that existed probably not definitely in this form and i think there was less um i don't know it's interesting anyway um so uh yeah he he runs into um uh, oblivion's daughter bianca um and like is like, hey, I want to meet your dad, I've got some stuff to say, and, uh, she brings him up, and she's like, I am my father's screen right now, because he only talks through a screen, so, uh, yeah, whatever you can say to him, you can say to me, and he's like, oh, Videodrome, what about it, and she's like, okay, and then he leaves, um, uh, no, no, she gives him a VHS, right? Yeah, now.
1: to watch, and it's got Brian Oblivion's face on it, and he watches it, and the vi- and Brian on the videotape is like, "Hello, Max," and Max is like, "What the fuck?" And then he grows a pussy in his chest. So in the stomach,
0: Max at this point is fully hallucinating. Yes. Um, uh, he he on the VHS, um, uh, Brian talks about a tumor that was growing in his head, and he's like, "I think." Uh, the hallucinations caused the tumor and not the other way around. Um, And, yep, and then he's... uh, uh, Max is scratching at his stomach with his gun, which is a good, real safe move on his behalf. Um, Yeah. And then, yeah, and then his, like, stomach opens up into, like, a wound kind of looking thing, but it's, like, really vaginal. Um, It's a a stussy. Yeah. Um, So he, like like, almost, like, compelled to do it. And he sticks,
1: he he just jams his gun in there, and then he, like, he pulls his hand out, and there's just, like, this moment of dawning fear as you realize that he just left his gun in his stussy.
0: And then he looks down at his stomach again, and it's, like, the hallucination has ended, um, and his stomach is, like, back together, and... Um, His gun is
1: gone. His gun
0: is fucking gone. And then
1: he wakes up, and his pillow is gone because he ate a big marshmallow.
0: (laughs) Shut up. Um, (laughs) uh, He tears the fucking apartment apart looking for it, to no avail. Um,
1: He makes he 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 does his due diligence to make it a real apartment.
0: That okay? Yeah. I mean, I I think I understand. Because then he tears
1: it apart. Man.
0: Okay, just because two words sound kind of similar doesn't mean he you He can... makes it
1: a real apartment.
0: That's not anything. It
1: is anything, you, you dumb bitch. It's
0: not anything, because you can't... A, you can't make anything apart, and you can't make anything a real apartment. It's just... You just didn't make any... You didn't... It's a pun. It's not. It's not. You, it's not. you just took two words that kind of sound like each other and then No, Blair, Blair, they don't sound like each other. Apart is
1: is a part of the word apartment.
0: Sure, but the sentence you put it in was nonsense.
1: It was funny, and I think the audience will find will agree with me, and I will be on the right side of history. I will be ve- I will be venerated.
0: Yeah, I'll be exonerated. It, <laughs> We're going to end our podcast over this. Yeah, I'm we quitting. are. <laughs> I'm trying to have a serious discussion <laughs> about television. I got to keep it light and loose. No.
1: You know the folks in the digital age want the jokey jokes.
0: No, no jokes. Listen,
1: Blair, Blair, we are not You Must Remember This.
0: <laughs> we know, Japes. This is a serious podcast that made by serious people who've never made jokes ever in their life myself. I think actually
1: I think actually if you comb the tapes you will find that I have no, yet to make a good joke I to make a joke
0: yeah <laughs> I think I might be, be inclined to agree with something like that um oh <laughs> you owned yourself first
1: yeah but you can't ag- you can't agree with it that's just mean
0: <laughs> I can do whatever I want that's the dynamic we have here right
1: alright alright yeah, but let's do this. Let's, let's just do this podcast. I'm fucking melting. I need to turn my AC on.
0: Okay, um, so there's brain tumor. Yes. Um. It, and, it, and the brain,
1: and the, the, the hallucinations cause the tumor, not the other way around.
0: Yeah, that's what Brian Oblivion believes. Yes, um,
1: and also the, stuss, the stussy, his his stomach pussy is for videotapes.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Um, because um,
1: Lana Del Rey voice, it'll play a videotape.
0: It, He's <laughs> good. Um, hey,
1: do you remember that time when clout, or uh, not clout, there was, like, this, like, clout-esque social media thing that, like, when it, it went it went offline recently, and I just remember every games journalist got, like, tagged with Lana Del Rey because they talked about video games. Oh, yeah,
0: that's right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think about that a lot.
0: Uh-huh. So, um, uh, Max fucks the TV um it like he like it starts un, like pulsating and like he touches it and veins appear it's very cronenberg and very cool um yeah. it's i would say i would i would say this is a step below existence which i want to watch for this as well but yeah. it's um it's 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 like a, like a flesh like 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 uh inanimate objects made flesh made erotic um he's like he's like like, touching it gently, and then the screen bulges out, and it's, like, Nikki's face on it, like... Yeah. like And then he, like, pushes his own face into it. Um... Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> um... And... Uh... Yeah, there's... All of this stuff is happening. He goes yeah, back to Bianca. Yeah, there's a lot going on. He goes back to Bianca. And, um she tells him that, like, these side effects are happening because of Videodrome. Like, Videodrome creates a tumor in your brain, and then you hallucinate, and then you become a drone for Videodrome, basically. It's horny! It's it's horny. It's, yeah. Um,
1: Like, the dronification of it all, really.
0: Well, yeah. But But it's, like, body horror enough.
1: Yeah, it, it, the body horror masks the absolute horniness of like convert, like taking over the minds of everyone to convert them to be drones for your personal cruise. Like, it's but it's horny. also
0: very like like rhetoric surrounding the fear of television.
1: Is yes, that too.
0: So I, I, it's not, it's not. That's not supposed to be the horny part. That's just you. <laughs> it's a horny movie, but not for that reason. <laughs> Check the um, tapes. <laughs> um, um I'm
1: sure you'll find that I have been right.
0: Well I mean all along. That's okay, that's for the, the jury to decide.
1: Yes, and the jury will side with me.
0: Okay. Um
1: Seda will side with you and the rest of the jury will side with me.
0: I mean that's usually how it washes <laughs> out, that's fine.
1: Um, did you see the? Did you see the, the yelling that we can? I can probably. I'll probably cut this because it's not germane. But did you see the yelling that happened on Twitter yesterday about display names?
0: Yeah, I mean, I was a part of that. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> it was. A, it's a.
1: I have a good display name.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm gonna change mine to "Long Live the New Flesh" because movie and I like it. I'm excited, but it's a little edgy because Flesh. And you know like whatever I have like a different audience than you do so it's like I'm catering to different people but you're like tiger girl fat pussy and I'm like all right I guess it's I guess it's just fair game Any, anyone can do whatever the fuck they want to there's yeah, no rules Yeah cuz it's
1: online
0: <laughs> Okay so continuing Continuing
1: um, video drone
0: So yeah so uh he So some- so
1: then the the they hypnotize they hypnotize Max right
0: well, I wouldn't. You say that. Okay. Um, there's more context to set up. He gets into they a bra-
1: car. Brainwash. Brainwash. Can you work with me on brainwash? Well,
0: I, does, I wouldn't even agree with that necessarily. I think he gets certain compulsions. Right. He gets.
1: He gets programmed.
0: In a way, yeah. Um. So, but before that, there's context. Um. He gets. He's. He gets a phone call about a car that's outside waiting for him, and he gets into it. And there's a TV in the car and it's for like a uh glasses company um and the uh, it's called spectacular optical um uh run by a guy named convex um and he takes him to his shop his like sunglasses shop and like is telling him about all this stuff and um and he's been secretly working with harlan with all this stuff because yeah. uh Uh, Harlan knows that, like, Max has been hallucinating. Like, he gave him Videodrome. He didn't find it secretly on the airways. Um, and we're at the point where it is, it's, like, this is, reminds me of another Cronenberg movie called Naked Lunch, where it's, like, the blurriness between what is actually happening and what's a hallucination, um, um, is, is really, like, is the main crux of the movie because th- this is like a lot of paranoia right um because it all culminates in max killing a bunch of people right so is he like is 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 what he's doing justified or is it like paranoid hallucinations right yeah we, we don't we don't get an answer to that um and i don't want an answer to that you know not um, all um,
1: ambiguity and this is not something that i like i i don't feel compelled to solve it because i think this is much more of a stronger this is a stronger piece with that ambiguity built into it
0: well um cronenberg uses hallucination to to make his point right right like, i i think we can i think something can be said about how the media we consume creates a sort of like mass hallucination about reality um I, 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 not to sound too fucking out there, but it, it creates a sort of hologram perception of reality Um where, because we put this, like, screen as a distancer between shit. Now, that's not always the case. Like, a lot of people can, like, bypass that, but I think it's really easy to just see things that are happening and not really process them as things that are actually happening. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I get and I, you.
0: And that, like, television facilitates that. Um... And, and not even just like television shows, not television shows at all. I think that hasn't, I mean it, television shows reflect our perception of, and shapes it. But so much, but way more important is like how we handle news broadcasts and stuff like that. And you
1: know what? Even game shows can touch our lives.
0: <sighs> it's a good song, so I'm going to give it to you. It um, is.
1: It is a very good song. <laughs>
0: um,
1: Sorry, I agreed with everything you saying, so I just couldn't.
0: No, it's good. Joke? It's good. You had to break it because I was I made gonna... a joke?
1: I'm sorry. Did you say I, you liked the joke I made?
0: Um, I'm saying that I I would have continued ad nauseam were I not interrupted, so you're valid.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Finally, someone realizes it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I am truly valid. Mm-hmm. Anyways,
0: so, we're at 45 um,
1: minutes. Let's let's, fin- let's let's finish this.
0: So, yeah. So he they uh, put a like a pulsating VHS into his stussy and then he's like, "They're like, kill your partners," um, and like at the at Civic TV, and um, he, the, he no, he pulls and then he pulls out a gun from his like like cavity inside of him, um, and you know the gun that he lost in there before. And then it, oh, it's so good, good. Um, the the gun becomes a part of his hand. There's like yeah. core like like coils coming out of his fingertips and digging into yeah, his yeah, wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, in his arm, and it's twisting around, and it's, it's so, it's, it's, it's machine coming, becoming flesh, which is so good. It's my fucking absolute favorite. Um, and it, it, he goes, he hides it in his pocket, he goes to the office, he shoots some people, um, he gets, like, but nobody really knows what's happening, um, -hmm. and then he gets away, and he, um... Uh, comes into contact with the television to get no Convex? Well, something happens because he ends up killing Convex.
1: Yeah, 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 because he he tries to kill Bianca, and then Bianca uh, shows him the videotape of Nikki being strangled to death and then reprograms him to turn against Videodrome.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And then he kills Harlan and Convex, uh... And then she, uh, Nikki appears on the television and She says, hey, I've weakened video Drum, but in order to defeat it, uh, Max has to ascend to the next level and leave the old flesh. And then it plays a scene of him shooting himself in the head, causing the set to explode. Okay. And, then he re- and then he does the exact same thing And says long live the new flesh And su- shoots himself And that's the end of the movie and it's a fucking good movie
0: Death to Videodrome Long live the new flesh It's a so good zero, On
1: a scale of zero to five stussies How many are you giving this? Because I'm giving it a five
0: Yeah I'm up there too I'm probably five, five as well Five
1: whole stussies
0: Yeah I have no complaints about this movie um, uh, It's I, I Yeah I would understand If it's not for everyone But I, I It is like perfect for me Right? Like it's So fucking good um, I loved, I want to, I want to get into, like, discussing it with the questions we got, so let's just yeah. dive into that. Um, so,
1: here's a question from at okay Ferris. Do you think we get the real Debbie Harry back after she went to TV hell?
0: Um, no. No? No. I think I she's, think all hallucination, she's just hallucination. dead. All hallucination.
1: Yep. Yeah, that tracks. hmm Uh at Ghost Dating wants to know, how fucking sick is the last name Oblivion? Ah, uh, it's the best last name canonically.
0: Yes, it's good. It's really good. Uh, also,
1: is this movie actually about Canadians fearing an invasion of American media? Because my friend told me that yesterday and I disagree.
0: I, I don't think so. I Yeah, that doesn't quite that track enough, for me. There's not enough um stress on the fact that this comes from America, you know? It's, mm-hmm. it's more of the fact that it's more local than fucking Malaysia is the only reason that they bring up the fact that it's in Pittsburgh, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I I think it's more of just an, an, a general anxiety about television.
1: Yeah, TV scary. Yeah, well, Fi- fire fire is, shouldn't exist, and is made by a witch.
0: Well, I mean,
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm no, fully kidding. No, I know, kidding. I know.
0: But I, I think it's easy to see this movie as something like that. But it's um, it's got something deeper to say. It's got some. It's like it's got to say about like a because. I mean not to sound like a fucking baby boomer but social media really distances ourselves from reality it can it, if you do, if you're not conscious about how you um interact with the world via social media you can kind of become a bit of a freak that's how we that's like i mean i see it all the time with like stand cultures and stuff like that where they're interacting. no but
1: i, I was i was literally lamenting in bed to andrea last night as i was falling asleep like i'm way too online The like, like the fact that i say online to refer to these things like that and i say it like it's two separate words mm-hmm. and like it's kind of broken my brain a little bit
0: i mean i mean i think we all could benefit from unplugging for a little bit um and, but at the same time it's done so much it's like done good, but at the same time it's really fucked with our psyche and shit like that. So it's mm. it's there's there's no nothing baseline good or baseline bad about almost anything in the world except for like fascism. Right? yeah that's, like, that's just bad. Like I think I
1: think I think we're gonna take a hard line stance. Might be a might this might be a little controversial, but I'm willing to say it fascism bad.
0: Fascism bad. Um
1: More like bad schism.
0: <laughs> yeah More like fast shit
1: Ooh More like bad shitsum.
0: Ooh I think we're kind of Distancing ourselves From the word To the point yeah. where It's unrecognizable So Yeah We're like,
1: like Bad-shit-cum
0: Oh Bad-shit-cum Sure
1: Anyways Askularia wants to know This might be late But how many people Do you think got hard from it?
0: Um Okay I think a certain. Amount I think
1: of I think Cronenberg made this knowing it'd make some people hard, but I think it got more people hard than he was, he could have ever imagined.
0: Uh, well, there's okay. So again, in the first act, the shit between Debbie Harry and uh, James Woods. That yes. is, that's just straight horny, and there's a lot of just straight the hor- straight horny shit in it, um, which is great. That's fine. I mean, it's inten- It's intentional. Um, maybe some freaks got their rocks off to uh the stussy who knows um i i think i think there's always a market for people who are going to eroticize body horror because the body is a is a uh is a prison and it's a center for horror and it's it's manipulating that in ways that are in the uncanny whatever um it's just all inherent <laughs> um Anyway, I I think the fact that this has so many sexual overtones is really interesting. Yeah. Because the the, the connection with sex and violence and I'm going to say that I I don't think our relationship with sex has been as modified by television as people were afraid it would have been. Yeah. But I think our relationship Um, with violence definitely has been. Have you ever seen Batman Forever? I've not seen Batman Forever.
1: It's weirdly like, there's a an overarching plot point is extremely Videodrome-esque. Mm. It's weird. Like, it's way more heavy-handed, but, like, I, I'm just now realizing it, but, like, Batman Forever has very much a similar thing to talk about with, like, that drum does. Yeah. Anyways, That's- at Pitmon, who understands what the fuck I'm talking about, wants to know, what is your favorite Ninja Turtle?
0: And your answer to that is? Uh my answer to that is
1: probably Donatello. Okay. He does machines, he's got a cool stick.
0: Sure, sure, right and, on. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: If we're I mean, if we're extending it to just like the guys on the good guy team, I'm probably gonna pick April O'Neill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then like I think April, Casey, and Splinter all like T all like rank above the other three.
0: Mm-hmm. All the
1: all above the other four.
0: Mm hmm.
1: But that's just me. Yeah. Your, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle?
0: I've never watched an episode of the Ninja Turtles.
1: You've never... Wow.
0: I, Do you know all of them? No.
1: Really? That is...
0: I watched Powerpuff Girls and Totally Spies and, like, girl shit growing up. So Ninja Turtles was not on my radar. Um, I didn't like turtles, also. So. Um, so, uh... No, no favorite Ninja Turtle. Um... Michael asks some questions. At hey, underscore, underscore, what's up? Oh, did I uh, not
1: see those?
0: He has a locked account, so I'm back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, he says, well, he says a lot of stuff. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I can't see these, so I'm terrified right now.
0: Uh, read this thing comparing Ball. Uh, Baudrillard spewing about pornography or his weird definition of it and seduction and and compared it to Videodrome. Basically, Max is a prime representation of a pornographer because he wants to rip away any barriers between viewer and the viewed, like he wants total transparency. Seduction, on the other hand, is all about having those walls, the abstractions between the article and the viewer, and making them okay with it. I read through the medium of contingency, and that says the work or the product has more autonomy than the artist or producer or create or curator. I think that better encapsulates Videodrome in that by being truly complicit with the contingencies and work with them, I.e. the audience and our influences, we create something all consuming and dangerous. We surrender ourselves to the new flesh. So that's not really a question so much as a statement. statement. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm too fucking stupid to process that, so I'm just going to say, thanks, Michael.
0: Um, that is a really interesting discussion that I don't think I am equipped to have right now, but I think there is a lot, I mean, I've said a lot about how Videodrome, like, what that has to say about our interaction with reality and media and shit like that, so academic discussions on that kind of shit is, like, very cool to me. Yeah. Basically. Which is not super deep at all, but whatever. Um, yeah. I think, they, I think he also asked a question, so let me pull that up. Yeah. He said, oh, wait, you wanted a question and not a monster energy-fueled half-baked analysis of some fu- fetishy softcore snuff film for people who wear glasses and buy dissection atlases uh, from half price books. Called out. Um, what if it was video drums? <laughs>
1: Folks, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode is, is of Fear Gaming.
0: Is that all of them? <laughs> is that all the questions? Yeah, it is. Yeah, go ahead. Um,
1: oh, yeah. Recommendations. Uh, my recommendation this week is a game that I picked up for five bucks on Itch. Well, I technically paid $12 because I accidentally bought two copies, but I don't mind it because I liked it that much. Um, but it's called uh, Secret Little Haven. And it's this game that you play entire, you play from the point of view of a teenage trans girl who is so far in the closet that she doesn't even know what the word trans means. Um, and it's about her experience with a not quite Sailor Moon esque commu- fan community in the late '90s. I believe it's set in '99. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like some very Web 1.0 stuff going on. Uh, the entire thing is from a CRT monitor, and you communicate with a bunch of people from the community on your uh, on the this this knockoff AIM messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's absolutely phenomenal. It's this really touching story about these people who are just kind of in these communities that don't really understand exactly why they're so attracted to them yet it's i mean obvious there's a very obvious reason why i like it so much but like i think even if you're not trans this is a very important this is a very important piece of media took me about three hours to power through um content warning for gaslighting uh parental conflict and some uh some verbal abuse, um, if you can't stomach those, like, totally understandable, but, um, if you can power through them, I really do
0: recommend it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, my recommendation this week is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is Again? not as deep. Did I recommend it already?
1: You absolutely recommended it yeah, at least I'd... once before.
0: And it was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? No, it's yeah. not that then. It's but definitely no, not, but not that dude, then.
1: Give, give, another, give it another go.
0: Um... My recommendation this week is, what is something good? Because that was what I had lined up in my noggin, because I, I, I have the just, memory. Just, just do it of, again.
1: I'm, just recommend Crazy Expo for I can't. Eden. I can't. You can. You I can. To, Player, I have... please, I am fucking melting. I want to turn on my AC so badly.
0: Fine. Do that. Just watch it. It's good. It's good. Watch it. Um, fuck. Whatever. Nothing is anything, and we're all going to die.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, thanks, as always, for tuning in to Fear Baiting. Um, we, are, uh, we are supported by our people over on Patreon. Uh, One dollar a month, you get episodes early. You get access to our polls, which help us choose movies. Um you at five bucks a month, you get uh, a shout out each month. Well, it says each month, but it's pretty much week. It's pretty much every episode now on Fear Binny and the Wonder Yorks. And we'll read your short message of your choosing. So if you got a message, send it in. Ten dollars here, you get to choose a movie that we watch. Uh so thank you very much to Michael Kaiser, Sophie, Kit, Paul Bechtel, and the cool Sophie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really funny how that person is calling out the other Sophie and the other Sophie the first one who is not quote the cool Sophie is the one that I'm dating
0: <laughs> um fight I guess
1: <laughs> um if you want to check us out we can you can find us uh over at uh, at fearbaiting on twitter uh you can check out our sister podcast the wonder geeks which we do with our friend Seda where we talk about animorphs I fucking love it we're gonna get to some fucking buck wild shit this week because this is the start of the David arc
0: tune the fuck in
1: Yeah, I'm so fucking pumped. Um, If you want to check me out at GayestLulu on Twitter, at uh, ChiaSeltanakas on Tumblr, you can check out my other podcast, uh, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, it's a leftism podcast, and I've been streaming a little bit more lately. I've been trying to broadcast my Mega Man playthroughs. Uh, I've been taking a break from Twitch because of the strike, but, um, you know, I'm posting my YouTube stream link whenever I go live, so keep an eye out for that, and then I'll be back on Twitch.tv slash GayLulu once the strike is over.
0: Oh, Yeah. Um, if you want to find me online, you can do so at Blair Kitch on Twitter, BlairKitsch.tumblr.com. Um, That's it. I don't do anything. I've never done anything in my life except sometimes I make jokes online. Um, so pay attention to those.
1: Yeah, keep yeah. your eye, keep your eyes look, locked
0: on my Twitter feed for some dupes yeah. and some takes. Takes dupes. And
1: yeah. thanks, for, thanks for listening listening, folks. Uh, yeah. We'll be back again next week. Uh, until then, I'm Sarah. I'm Blair. And remember...
0: You could put a fucked up guy anywhere.
1: Including right into your stussy. Good night, everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not co-signing that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a fucked up guy can go straight into your stussy. Anyways, good night.
0: No. <laughs>